Welcome to the He Said, She Said podcast. On this podcast, Kirby and Amy Hossman will give you a behind-the-scenes look at growing businesses and building brands. Now, here's He Said, She Said. Hey there, and welcome to a brand new episode of the He Said, She Said podcast. I believe it's episode 36. I'm your host, Kirby Hossman, and joining me is my lovely bride, as uh, everybody is Notice I say every time, Amy, (laughs) thanks for joining me. Hello, everyone. And uh, the He Said, She Said podcast is the official podcast of Hossman Marketing. We keep all of our content there at our website, on our blog page. Uh, We've got blogs and videos and podcasts, the whole nine yards. The goal is to entertain and to hopefully inspire and educate. So check out our content on our blog page. So thanks for listening. Each week, we focus on a trending topic. We talk about our weekly whirlwind. We give a lesson. And then we give a shout out. So we'll talk about a trending topic. Now, I mean, I don't know what's been on everyone's mind <laughs> here lately. So it feels like we've got to talk about the coronavirus. It is literally all anybody's talking about. And I have some thoughts about it. Um but I wanted to kind of get your thoughts. Uh, you know, what do you think about this crisis? What's short, sort of your takeaway so far? And uh, what's your overall kind of opinion on everything? Um, my opinion is that it is being blown way out of proportion. Okay. I think like anything, it should be taking, taken serious and there should be precautions made. And, and, you know, we should be aware of what's going on. But I think it has, it has left the realm of... <laughs> just any kind of normalcy. This is just insane. People buying toilet paper and hand sanitizer and everything. Really? I mean, come <laughs> on. This is insane. Wash your hands. You know, it. it's not been a huge disaster to this point. I hope it's not. I mean, I hope and pray that that doesn't happen. Um, but there are way bigger issues that are more life-threatening than the mm-hmm. coronavirus at this point. So Yeah. The, I think the, the one of the challenges is just trying to understand what is sifting through fact versus fiction and then also sort of fact versus sensationalized fact. Mm-hmm. Like we are quick to report, and this happened the other day, and so people who know me know I don't pay attention to the news. It's fairly on purpose because I think that it's exactly what we talk about. It's sensationalized. It is... If it bleeds, it leads. I mean, I just am, it's funny, I don't watch the news and yet I've never missed a a breaking news story because that sort of thing does still get out. And the other day, I think you had the Today Show on. Yeah, I often do. Yeah, and and I actually, you know, I know you enjoy that, so I'm not taking a shot at that. I'm just saying I happened to be walking through and it was on and it said the first reported death, recorded death in Florida. And... I truly don't want this to come off as insensitive, but it was an 89-year-old woman in a nursing home, and they were reporting it as if someone had been shot out of a cannon (laughs) (laughs) uh, over the Panama Canal. I mean, it was like, it was a news story. As I think you said that day, more people got stabbed in Columbus last night. Right. Uh, Like, the idea, and it's not to, to diminish that somebody passed away. More people are dying from obesity. More people are dying from heart disease. More people are dying from the flu. More people. And so, as you said, I 100%, like, I am going to be cautious, right? right? 
Um, I do find myself making sure that I wash my hands uh, more consistently or maybe even more vigorously. Um, mm -hmm. But I think more common sense and less panic. Absolutely. Right. Life needs to continue to go on. And for those that are just completely hunkering down and, you know, it, live life. It's too <laughs> short, you know. You, yeah. can't, you can't panic over every little thing like this. So. Yeah, I think it really has. And it's affected, you know, obviously it's affecting the stock market. It's affecting events. It's affecting travel. It's affecting all kinds of organizations to the point where it's, it's harmful. And um, it is, it's frustrating to me from a media perspective, but it also is a little disheartening uh, from my perspective uh, as a culture. Like, mm -hmm. man, oh, man. Sheep. Yeah. We are I, such sheep. I think our grandparents and our great-grandparents, you know, went straight on into Normandy and all. Like, they, <laughs> they fought real crisis. And it, I'm like, gosh, we, we need to toughen up. Sure. <laughs> okay, so that's, I wanted to bring it up because uh, it is definitely a trending topic. I think it is the trending topic. So um, that's sort of our take on it. We're hardly doctors, so, right. you know. And, and I've had a lot of questions. So those who are wondering about Skylar and the cruise ship, at this point, we are status quo. She is going on. She's excited. Um, she doesn't leave for another five weeks. And then she goes into training for six weeks. So she doesn't even hit a boat until June. So hopefully everything will have calmed down and subsided by then. But um, everything is still on, on target for her near future. Well, and I think that's a great, I'm, I'm really glad you brought that up because I think the biggest, you know, we can sit here and behind a microphone, behind a keyboard, and proclaim our bravery, right? right? But I think the best way to show how we feel about the coronavirus is, you know, whether or not we travel, mm -hmm. right? And so... Three out of the four of us are booked on flights on Thursday. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So we are all traveling this weekend, and I am not going to be wearing a mask or a Tyvek suit. I'm going to no. wash my hands and be right. cognizant and try to be smarter maybe than I am normally, but for I'm the most I'm thinking that that plane's going to be cleaner than it's ever been. <laughs> That's I mean, a great I think, point. I think it's going to be at its height. So, yeah. so I'm not, you know, and, and God's going to take me however he wants me to go. So <laughs> whether or not I have an antibacterial wipe on my side, <laughs> we'll see. Well, I've got an extra carry-on just for the toilet paper. I have no idea why everybody's <laughs> buying all this toilet paper. <laughs> maybe you could sell it at the airport. Yeah, maybe. Extra I, money. I, I, again, maybe I don't know all the effects of the coronavirus. Maybe you <laughs> shit yourself on a regular basis. I don't know. Like I, <laughs> maybe that's why you have to be careful who you, who you shake hands with. Yeah, I guess. Okay. <laughs> so I, I may have taken us down a, a poor road there. Sorry. <laughs> abort, abort. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's move on. Weekly Whirlwind. Um, so this week, I, I'll go first really quickly. Uh, we have been... Um, busy as we've talked in the past. This is going to be a short week for me here in the office and short weeks always mean that I'm trying to jam in three days of work into two days. That's cool. Um, you know, again, it, it, these are the times whenever I travel, those are the times that I take um, stock and really appreciate the folks that help me here. Uh, Josh and Libby and M, they make us look good. They keep things rolling. And, uh, you know, so much of what, you know, my sales success here at the company right now are so tied to Emily, and um, she is just amazing. And so um, weeks like this kind of remind you of it. And so I'm working hard to get ready for that, I'm confident that I will, and uh, excited for 
a busy week of travel. I'm heading to Houston on Thursday. I speak on Friday at a conference that, as far as I know, is still happening. Leaving Houston, heading to New Orleans to speak at a conference there, and then heading home. So that's what's going on with me. How about you? You're in demand. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> I am um, just busy... We are getting ready for bringing the floor prep guys in. They're going to come in and, and, and sand those floors. Um, so the end of this week, beginning of next week, they're going to start that process. So we've been we've been cleaning up our mess, moving all of the construction materials up to the third floor to get them off the second floor. Um, we've been shop vacing all of the dust and the dirt. I, I think I, I'd like to know how many buckets of dirt I've taken out of that <laughs> building. Oh my god! Um, Not just, something you thought about keeping oh track of at the beginning. Oh my gosh! We just carry and carry and carry buckets um just you know plaster that falls out and drywall dust and you know sawdust and all this stuff and so still um we've put in the last two showers last week um i didn't somebody else did he's much more qualified than myself um and they look great so just finish up a little bit of drywall um, around those and some trim and things like that so lots of little finishing projects on those kind of things but really just kind of cleaning up and getting ready for the the floors to to be worked on they say that those are going to take two to three weeks that once they get those started um, there's lots of patching where the um, the um, what do you call those things holes the radiators radiators okay. where those were so those sat there for years and years and years and so the flooring underneath those were kind of rotted out in spots so you know they've got to patch those and and um, I cannot wait to see I've taken some before pictures um, right now they're just covered in just dust and dirt and drywall dust and um, so when those come out they're just going to be it's going to be awesome so so we have long pointed to sort of this as a tipping point moment in the yeah. progress do you still think that's the truth yeah absolutely because once this gets done then we can start setting the kitchen cabinets and we can put the vanities in for the bathrooms and well, actually we'll start painting will be the second the step right after that and then we'll put all those in but so yeah it's going to it's going to look shiny and new fairly soon Quickly. so that's that's cool yeah that's awesome so big uh, big things going on on that project that's sort of our weekly whirlwind so our lesson this week, you want to lead us in our lesson this week? Yeah. Do you not. remember what it was? <laughs> I'm having a, yeah. Uh, so I, we were discussing what our lesson was going to be this week. And, and I think last week we talked a little bit about this, that so many times that these lessons are um, things that maybe we need to hear too. Um, and But this one kind of came out of the trending topic. And the idea is, guys, we, we just don't panic. I feel like there is a new news emergency every single day. And so our advice is to take a breath, calm down, don't learn, sure, be smart. Right. Um, because it's one of, one of the things I was thinking about is I don't want to be the guy that's standing on the mountaintop saying this is a, this is a hoax, this is not anything, sure. and then it really become a serious thing. Sure. But I think there is a happy medium. It's like, you know, when I travel this weekend – I will, you generally will travel with a little uh, bag of sanitizer wipes. Right. I mean, you did that before. Yeah. Right. I generally don't. Well, this time, I probably will take one, right? Just I can find them. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, but the idea being, okay, that is going to be, I want to be cautious in that way that's smart. I just right. don't want to overreact. And there's so much panic. Mm -hmm. And I think that comes from thinking for yourself and just trying to be thoughtful about what it means, comparing yeah. it to real life. So Using common sense. Yep. So thanks for jumping in on that one since it was your idea. 
Um, <laughs> Short-term memory is a little, um, must be all that dust in my head. It's got to be clogged. Um, okay, so that was our lesson for the week is don't panic. Everybody just calm down. Okay, uh, final is our shout-out each week. Um, you know, each week we try to uh, give a shout-out to a person or an organization that is we think we look at and they're doing good in our uh, community, in our um, industry, whatever. And uh, the one that popped into my head this time is the Coshocton County United Way. Um, we've got their annual cleanup day is coming up Saturday, April 18th. For those who don't know, they generally partner with the city of Coshocton, I think. Mm-hmm. And they... Uh, Everybody meets, I want to say it's at like 8.30 in the morning at the Court Square, and groups go to all kinds of different areas. It's a, it's a cool time of year because, you know, winter allows mm-hmm. for, you know, not a lot of cleanup being done. Um, and it's just a great um, time of year to kind of do it. But it's also like, I don't know, like seeing all those people who are just randomly volunteering to mm-hmm. clean up the community always inspires me. Right. It warms your heart. It's yeah. great to see. So it says that it's the 16th annual. That's what they're saying. And you were struggling to imagine that, right? I, I am because that was the that was one of the first things that um, that Mayor Mercer and I initiated when I started at the United Way when we were there. So I, I can't believe it's been 16 <laughs> years ago, though. But but uh, yeah, and it's it's I'm so glad that it's still going on because it is a great partnership and and it's just good to get people involved. I know that you know there's a there's a heightened um, motivation for people to want to help the community. Mm, and so yes. this is an, a wonderful opportunity for people to get to come out and do that. Um, so yeah, that's really cool. And I, I'm going to add another um, shout out while I'm thinking about it. And that is to um, our youngest daughter, Jade, okay. who, um, who's got lots of things I could shout out about. But the particular one that she's working on is the clothing drive, right. which is another way people can can give back. But this is the third year. She's 18 years old. This is the third year that she's organized this. And she, she saw uh, one year in school there were some kids that needed some clothing. And so she took it upon herself to gather clothes from her and her friends um, to give to these kids. Well, it, the project grew. And took off. It took off really quickly. And, and part of that was because um, Andrea DeBottis mm-hmm. um, from Flying Colors donated several pallets of clothes that year. Well, she has done it since. Yeah. <laughs> so, every year. Yeah. Um, every year since. Is it? I said three years, but is this fourth? I think it's three years. It is three years. Okay. Yeah. Um, so anyways, we've been collecting clothes, and she's going to be collecting those until the March 22nd, um, and then donating them and having a distribution the day um the last Friday and Saturday of the month. So she's collecting not only clothes, but also toiletries and personal items. Um, as she's done this each year, she's seen that those kind of items um, often are neglected in these houses as well. Some of these high school kids that you know would like toothbrushes and shampoo and deodorant, and maybe that isn't a top priority for their parents. Mm-hmm. Um, so these kids gobble this stuff up when they get it. So she's collecting in a those very items. respectful way. Oh yes, it absolutely, is, yeah. and, and they're very modest about it. Yes. You know, you know, but I, I just don't. If if the basics aren't being provided, then these kind of things, sure, you know, are being left out as well. So. Yeah, two things. Number one. I was blown away that first year in particular. I mean, A, about the amount of clothing and stuff, but really in the um, just the humility and the appreciation from the kids who were, because we do this and then everything's free, right? right. So, um, and I, I want you to paint a picture of what that looks like, but 
I was blown away by because, you know, 16, 15-year-old kids aren't always, they don't always seem like they are as appreciative as they could be. Oh, boy, that was not the, the picture I saw. They yeah. were blown away and so excited. and appreci- I mean, it brought tears to my eyes that first year because those kids were so overwhelmed by it. Yeah. Um, so real quickly, just paint a picture of what the, the, those couple days look like. Yeah, so what she does is she gathers all these clothes um, in the building that we've got over here and, and she'll organize them and then we get a um, box truck the last couple of years to take all this stuff because there's that much. Um, and she sorts it out in the high school cafeteria and we put it out on all the tables and um, we try to get it done. We sneak in right at the end of the day, lunch, yeah. so um, right after lunch so that so that the kids can come through because some of these kids might not have the opportunity to come back to the school because of transportation or issues. So we try to have it ready as the as the school day ends so that they have the first opportunity to go through it and take what they need and get, you know, get everything that they can. So if so they're leaving on the bus, they can take it They're leaving on the bus, they can take it with them. And, and then, you know, sometimes they, they bring their, their parents back because then after that we open it up to the public and we stay open for, I don't know, two or three hours after school on Friday and then we open up again Saturday morning for the public to come in and just take everything and you know our, our hope is to give every single thing out what isn't um, passed out that day we donate to one of the other um, clothing pantries or clothing yeah. houses or Goodwill or you know whatever yeah like we, yeah. we kind of make some decisions at the end but it is a really cool thing and you're right I'm so glad you brought up Jade because it is an, it's a great example of like I think so many times we look at things and we're like, how could I possibly help with that? That's too big a problem. And Jade wasn't trying to create this ginormous clothing drive. She was just like, she understood at, even at 16 how blessed she was. She's like, you know what? I have more than one coat. This person doesn't have one. I could donate a coat. And that's all it started with. Right. And I think the for me, the lesson is, look, start something and it, it could catch on. I mean, this is kind of crazy. It is. And I, th- I think people are really learning to, to look forward to this day and, and to, to get the things that they need. I mean, again, basics. These kids were excited over toilet paper or not, to- excuse me, no, not, not toilet, toilet paper. paper. That's the other thing. Coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> um, toothbrushes, deodorant, yeah. soap, yeah. Um, you know, towels, <laughs> things like that, that the rest of us just take for granted and, and they aren't privy to that so yeah that's awesome okay so that's actually a great way to end this particular he said she said podcast so great job being a mom to her i take a lot of credit and uh (laughs) it's it's all you so um thanks for uh doing this with us and you know thanks everybody who listened uh really appreciate you guys kind of going on this journey with us if you have questions you'd like to hear us uh, answer. If you have any topics you'd like to hear us cover, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. Thanks for uh, joining us each week. And Amy, thank you so much for chatting with me. Absolutely. Have a great week, everyone.